Today's episode is all about anxiety. And trust me when I tell you that the last few weeks have been impacting me in a very interesting way. And if it weren't because I have some of the tools that I'm going to share with you today, I don't know where I'd be. I would have been pulling my hair out, screaming, not wanting to get out of bed, and not wanting to deal with anybody. So as an entrepreneur, as somebody who has so much going on and is planning a retreat, even as of the recording, I'm still getting cancellations, and it really does impact everything that we had planned when people cancel at the last minute and things come up. I totally understand. So right before I hit record, I get another cancellation. And here we are as I'm recording this. We are just a couple of days away from flying out to Costa Rica. And this was a trip that was supposed to be wonderful in the sense that we were going to have a lot of people. I was going to bring one of my favorite instructors. And unfortunately, it just didn't work out. We didn't get enough signups to make it happen. And we also began to get some cancellations, people getting sick, people in the hospital, things not working out as far as people not paying on time. So inevitably, all of these little things do weigh down on me. And again, I had to take a deep breath this morning and say, okay, well, this is an external circumstance. Why am I going to sit here and not record the podcast? Because now I got this news and now I don't feel like talking or now I don't feel like sharing what I was going to share. And the episode was going to be all about anxiety, by the way. So I began to feel this thing. And then once I realized and I was aware of what was happening inside of me, I stopped it. I said, all right, let me just take a deep breath here, analyze the situation and not let it affect me internally. So today, what I'm going to be sharing with you is not just what anxiety is, but also ways that you can prevent and ways that you can cope with anxiety once it hits you. So by definition, anxiety is a natural response to stress. And you know that a lot of us sometimes carry stress and it manifests in different ways. But it's more than just a feeling of being nervous or worried. And unfortunately, when you suffer with anxiety, it can really interfere with your day-to-day -day activities. If you're somebody who's already experiencing anxiety or has experienced panic attacks, I don't need to tell you what it feels like because you know. But for those of you who don't know, a lot of the times it will manifest as a feeling in the pit of your stomach, a nervous tummy as they call it. And sometimes you can pinpoint what's causing it and other times it just comes out of nowhere. And it's when this anxiety comes out of nowhere that it can become a little bit dangerous. Dangerous in the sense that you feel like you have nowhere to go. You're in a state of panic. Some people report feeling that they're having a heart attack when they're really not having a heart attack. They want to jump out of their skin. So you can just imagine how upsetting it is and how scary it can be. So one thing I like to do with my clients when they tell me this and when they tell me that they experience different bouts of anxiety throughout the day and it's not chronic, it's not paralyzing, I ask them to identify where in their body they feel it. Sometimes they'll feel it in their chest, they'll feel it in their throat. So it's important first to know where that is because it's a physical feeling as well. 
And one thing that we should never do is ask the person, what's causing you anxiety? Because a lot of the times they simply don't know. It's just a feeling that overwhelms them and takes over their bodies. So here what happens is that you begin to sweat profusely. Your hands may become clammy. Your shoulders get really tense. The breathing pattern gets affected as well. So you go from having steady breathing to now very shallow breaths. And that leads a lot of people to think that they're having a heart attack. My own sister was taken to the hospital a couple of times, at the very least that I can think of, because of panic attacks. And these panic attacks came when she was at work. There was nothing overly stressful going on, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing at home that might have been stressing her out. These are just things that overcame her, and her coworkers had to call for an ambulance because. They couldn't calm her down and she couldn't self regulate. So, we just don't know where these things come from. But now, what I want to do is I want to shift gears and I want to share with you some of the things that you can do in order to bring yourself back when you begin to feel that coming your way. The first thing, of course, is being self aware because without being self aware, we cannot self regulate. And self awareness. Basically, you understanding that you're about to get really upset at somebody and maybe you shouldn't punch that person. So you're going to self-regulate and you're going to calm yourself down so that you don't get to that point. And it's similar with anxiety. You feel it coming. You're like, okay, now I need to do something about this because I don't want it to escalate. It's almost like keeping yourself from going from a simmer to a rolling boil, so to speak. So now that you have that level of awareness, we can begin to self-regulate. And some of the ways that we do that is through breath work. The very first thing is always connecting with the breath and noticing where it is. Is it very shallow? Are you able to take a deep breath, hold it and release slowly? Or does that feel uncomfortable? If it does, you have to get through it. You have to take those deep breaths. You breathe in for the count of four seconds. You hold it for two seconds, and then you let go for four seconds. And then you repeat this pattern until you can breathe in for a little bit longer instead of four seconds, maybe eight seconds, and hold for four, and exhale slowly for eight seconds. Try that first and see how that feels. And as you're breathing, you're also going to practice mindfulness. Another way that we can put this is try smelling the flowers and blowing out the candles. And let's pretend you have a lot of candles on that cake. So take a nice deep sniff of those beautiful fragrant flowers. And then you're going to hold it. You want to hold on to that beautiful scent. And then blow out all of the candles on that birthday cake. See where you are. Be super present where you are. This is one amazing exercise that psychiatrists and therapists give people and I use with my clients as well. If you find yourself in a state of panic, you're going to ground yourself using the 54321 technique. That is you're going to identify five things that you can see. So be where you are. Look around and notice five things that you can see. Are there people around you? Can you identify five people? Are there five objects, cars, items on a desk? And then you're going to look for four things that you can touch. And that can be your clothing. It can be your shoes. It can be your jewelry. It can be something within reach. 
And then you're going to think of three things that you can hear. Can you hear the traffic? Can you hear music? Can you hear the birds? Can you hear the leaves rustling? And then you're going to think of two things that you can smell and one that you can taste. Another thing that really helps is holding an object. I don't know if you've seen on social media, there are these necklaces that people can wear now where if they begin to feel anxious, they can just play with the necklace or play with the pendant. There are also these really interesting rings that you can play with so that you're holding onto that ring and you're maybe moving it around in your finger or maybe the ring has some sort of texture. And there are also the fidget spinners, of course. A lot of people know about those. Grabbing onto an object that has texture. Another thing that you can do is go to the refrigerator, open up the freezer and grab an ice cube and see if the change in temperature helps you to regulate. Another thing that is also very helpful is distraction. Shifting your focus, getting up and walking around, going outside, maybe playing with a pet or calling a friend or watching something. Change your state of physical being. Maybe do some jumping jacks, burn off some of that energy. And here's another thing also that maybe you didn't know about. When you are in the state of panic and you're sweating profusely and breathing heavy and your muscles are tensing up, your body's actually burning a lot of calories. You're not dying, but you are expending a lot of energy. So be prepared to feel really tired afterwards and allow yourself the space that you need to come back to yourself. Remind yourself that you're in a safe place, that you are okay. Repeat to yourself as you breathe, I am okay, I am safe, I am okay. And never think to yourself that there's something wrong with you because there's nothing wrong with you. These are the moments when you have to practice compassion and give yourself grace. These are the times when you have to be really, really good to yourself. So these are the things that you can do if you find yourself in that state of physical panic. Things that can help you to prevent getting there is going to be the mindfulness, like I mentioned earlier. Practicing deep breaths, meditation, even if it's a little bit at a time, five minutes at a time, even moving meditations are incredibly useful. Going for a walk and listening to some inspirational music or an inspirational podcast and just breathing through it, distracting yourself and getting out of your head is incredibly useful. Getting all of those worries and that internal chatter onto paper, journaling writing all of these things down. Also avoiding excess caffeine because caffeine is going to put you in that state of needing to do something. And if you're just sitting around not doing anything, you're going to feel anxious. Limit the amount of time that you spend on social media. That mindless scrolling is not good for you. Instead, think of something to do. Maybe draw, maybe watch an actual show see a friend, have conversations with people who really love and care for you. And of course, there's my favorite, which is exercise. Exercising every single day is going to help you. And I'm not saying you have to get to the gym for two hours a day every single day. I'm saying that movement, even if it's gentle stretching, can help you. It'll help you reconnect with yourself. Light some candles, if that's your thing, or burn some incense. Surround yourself with greenery, with flowers, with plants. Listen to calming music. One thing that I like to do is I like to just play the spa music playlist on Apple Music on my phone or on my little Google speaker. 
as I'm doing things around the house. And it puts me in such a wonderful, calm state. Herbal teas are also very, very good for you. If you want some recommendations on herbal tea, please feel free to reach out. I have a few that I really love that are my go-to and a couple of companies that are really great at creating these wonderful, delicious blends that can help to calm you down. And lastly is talk therapy. Speaking to a professional is always going to help. They know what kinds of questions to ask you. I'm not a therapist. I'm a life coach. There's only so much that I can do. At the end of the day, if you feel that this is something that needs to change within you, you're going to take the steps to do it. And these steps should not be causing you any level of anxiety because they are going to be for your benefit. It's better to reach out and get the help that you need than to be put in a position where no one can reach you or help you. You have to be willing to help yourself first. The help is out there. The resources are there. A lot of resources are actually free. So I want to leave you with that today. I want to give you a big hug. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for listening. And I also want to thank you for sharing this quick episode because somebody out there is going to benefit from it. Have yourself an amazing week ahead. And thank you for being here on Get Intentional with Mary. That is it for today, my friend. Thank you for being here. See you next time on Get Intentional with Mary.